Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I love CVS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24. Wall supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. 
Hey, Ben Higgins. Hello, Ashley Iconetti. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay. I didn't sleep good last night. I'm, I'm, I'm making it. Honestly, the recovery is easier than I expected, but at the same time, I'm more uncomfortable because six weeks of crutching around just a little tough, but it's not the biggest issue in the world. Um, but yeah, I'm not sleeping great, so I'm just a little worn out all the time. That sucks. Mm. What what kind of a sleeper are you normally? A stomach sleeper, a back sleeper, a side sleeper? I uh, I'm I, I've always since I was a little kid had a body pillow, and so really? oh yeah, so I have a body. You pillow. had the pregnancy pillow. Oh, I always have. I put my right leg on that. I <laughs> wrap my arm, my right arm around that, and then my left arm hangs straight to my side, and then I kind of put my pillow up so my neck isn't that crunched. I kind of put it up on my shoulder, so I like. It's a weird position. And I've also gotten really into these like bamboo like pillows like the like years ago, like they're like Tempur-Pedic. So they're a little skinnier. What about you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm just curious. Do you stay in that same very specific position all night long? No, I don't think so. I wake up. OK, and, that's your falling asleep position. Yeah. And then I usually I usually wake up on my back. I'm, I, I, uh, I had this fear as a kid that if I didn't sleep on my back, um, it was like bad for me. And so I've always taught myself to somehow make it to my back. Like, well, straight. that's amazing. That's been like a goal in my life for the past couple of years, ever since I started seeing sleep wrinkles, which is uh, so not a concern of mine right now, because I too have not been able to sleep very well consistently for the past couple months because they tell pregnant women that you shouldn't be sleeping on your stomach or your back. But there's like conflicting reports out there. Some say it's totally fine to do um, unless like you wake up uncomfortable. Like your body will tell you if it's Mm -hmm. not good for you. But anyway, I've been trying to sleep on my side and it's just not very good. I finally kind of, because I've always been a stomach sleeper, always. Um, And I kind of just found a new position where it's just kind of like my chest is down, but my stomach, I twist to the side. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. And I've been having crazy night sweats. It wasn't until like, I mean, consistently for weeks and this week it's been like every other night. So it's promising, but I'm telling you waking up soaked, gross, gross, gross. Ashley, you are crushing it right now. Jared is just living the dream. Oh, I know. And a couple like months ago at the beginning of it all, it smelled like urine. Oh, really? The sweat smelled like urine. I got out of that. Thank goodness. But he like felt so bad because one morning he was like, oh, God, did she wet the, did she wet the bed? <laughs> She's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, uh, it isn't it wild what the human body does. Like, isn't it's it just so weird? Hormones are bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. And you're, you're a trooper through it. Well, Ashley, we have a lot to do on this podcast. We're going to break down this week's episode of Bachelor in Paradise. We're also going to bring on Tasha Adams to help us break down everything going on in Paradise and also uh, talk about with her about the Bachelorette, about iHeart uh, Media uh, Festival. It's going to be a crazy good podcast. And then we're going to final, finish this thing with uh, Bachelor Headlines. But before we do, Ashley, you and I have had something going on all year for Bachelor in Paradise. It's been a ton of fun for us. Uh, we've been playing the Bachelor in Paradise bracket or like uh, fantasy um, pool, and uh, we've done that because we really want to engage with uh, all of you listeners a little bit more. Bring you in, 
it, we've had a great, I mean, a tremendous response for it. And every week we announce a rule uh, that will, you know, be a part of this week. This week's rule is this. Re- anybody gets 10 more points if a contestant mentions that they can see a future with a, another contestant. Again, you get 10 more points if a contestant that you've picked in your fantasy pool mentions that they can see a future with another contestant. That's the rule for this week. Best of luck. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to the end, so the uh, the winner will be announced very soon. That should be easy for this week, you know, because we're getting serious. We're getting now. serious. Yeah, we're talking engagements. All right, let's um, take a quick break, and then we will get right into the Bachelor in Paradise recap. <laughs> As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024 the pampers diaper stash an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out i love this idea here's how it works you create a diaper stash account share it with your tribe watch the stash grow gift it to the parents and voila They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pampers Swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Collie Power. (laughs) Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas, craving chicken tenders. Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. 
Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. All right, so we start out this episode, Ashley, with uh, the sneak peek, which is always uh, an engaging piece of an episode. Starts out with uh, with a lot of serious conversations. We know relationships are going to start getting serious. We just don't know how serious they're going to become. Uh, we also see that Kenny is falling in love with Mari. Damar has come to the island. We know that's going to shake things up. And also, Joe is all about Serena. That's where the sneak peek ends. And Ashley, take it away from part one. All right, well, the sneak peek ends exactly where we left off last week, which was Joe and Serena telling each other they were falling in love with each other and us having to see Kendall be tortured mm. by just being steps away from this very romantic scene. We see her walk away last week, and that's where we leave off. And, uh, man, so... So heartbreaking. She ends up soon after going over to Joe and just saying that she needs to talk. And I respect Kendall for being so tough in this moment. But I also just like feel like she may have been too tough, maybe throughout the entire thing, even from the day she got there. Like maybe the best thing would have just been like, hey, Joe, 
I'm actually just here to see if we can work out. And if we can't work out, I don't think I can do any, can't, I can't, I don't know if I can find love here. Mm. Maybe she was hope, hopelessly optimistic. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know. I feel so bad because she says in the car as she leaves, because Joe, you know, says, he, he says flat out that like, they're not going to be together. Um, and she says in the car, Joe's my person and stuff like that. And I feel like in those in the moment interviews, we get to see like more uh, of her being open. And I think with Joe, she she just tries to kind of like be a little bit tougher. You felt like she had back a held back. I mean, yeah. I possibly I felt like that that scene was really raw. Um, but that being said, even though I, I think she did hold back, um, I don't think that it would have gone her way, even if she didn't. You know what I mean? No, it's not. It, I never watched this ever since the last, like seeing Joe and Serena and kind of hearing Joe's emotion. I wasn't watching this Kendall Joe scene thinking that anything was going to come from it necessarily. I was mostly wanting like some healing for her or some closure or like, again, the bandaid kind of being ripped off and this to be like kind of something that now she has to process that this is done. And I think we got there. I think it took a long time to get there, but I never felt like even if she made the full press on Joe, that it was ever going to go any direction other than how it ended. I completely agree. I completely agree. So like, even if she were more out there about her feelings, which I think it's evident by like the behavior, like the nonverbal behavior that she just, wanted to be there to be with him but never really fully admitted that i don't think that i think it was over over and i guess it's just hard for me it's really hard for me to watch one the heartbreak ugh and like she says with wells at at the bar she's like have you ever seen your ex kiss somebody you know it's just like such an unnatural environment to be in and it's like the most heartbreaking thing and then um I just feel like a lot of me was, I don't want to use the word frustrated, but I mean, let's just go with it. <laughs> that Kendall didn't come out about these feelings in the whole past year that she had the opportunity to do so before paradise yeah. because they seemed so strong. Yeah. Why wait till he's given this opportunity to like find love again? I mean, he gets the opportunity every day in, in you know, regular life. But in paradise, yeah. I just feel like she missed out on a chance to be with him again. I, uh, I'm i with you. I wonder what caused it to happen now. I mean, it couldn't have been worse timing uh, because one, it has to be done on the beach, on camera, in a very real moment. Two, you know, she came in late and Joe was already in a relationship. So that had to be, you know, that was going to get so like what 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 caused this? to happen now. And maybe it's not a question we'll ever figure out because we really didn't get any answers to it. Um, but it, it, it is something to explore and it was hard to watch, you know, because we, you know, as we've mentioned, she's, she's a tremendous human and it's, it's hard to see these things happen. But the one question I have for you to kind of move on then is how do we know anything about Kendall's relationship with Ivan? Um, because, that just kind of got pushed aside. And like Ivan is upset, kind of confused. Like we don't get a lot about it, but like, is this 
a really tough situation for him to sit in. No. <laughs> okay. Doesn't seem like he was that attached. And I think it's like super stupid of me to say like, oh, he's only known her for a few days because we all know how I've acted after yeah. only knowing somebody for a few days. But it just seemed like Ivan was more upset as to like where his rose was coming from and not so much Kendall. I'm sure he got vibes throughout their time together that she wasn't completely in it and mm-hmm. that, you know, her focus was Joe. I'm I'm not concerned about Ivan. Ivan's such a sweet guy. I hope the best for him. I really don't care that things didn't work out for him and Kendall. Yeah, there's there, well, the, there's a lot of Ivan that we're going to see at the end of the episode that we'll get mm-hmm. to, too, and a different side of Ivan that we haven't seen yet. Well, all right, so Kendall ended up leaving the beach, and so the relationships that are left here uh, on the beach at this point, just to give a recap, Amari and Ken, uh, Kenny, Abigail and Noah, Serena and Joe, Thomas and Becca, which we haven't seen a lot from, which is super weird to me, uh, and Riley and Marissa. Little John is hosting uh, this week. Uh, he announces that two people and two new people are coming to the beach, Damar and Ed. I'm not shocked with Damar. I was like, yeah, Damar makes it. I'm a little shocked that Ed caused uh, like some a mix up on the beach, some interest. Like it's just not somebody I thought would come to the beach and shake things up, but him and Natasha actually click like it, it, it like is working. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we think of Ed as like such a character. I kind of think of him like Daniel. Um, what's yeah. Daniel's last name? Uh, yeah, I, I know he's from Canada. You know yeah. yeah. <laughs> Canadian speedo Daniel. Um, I don't know why we think of him like in a, such a silly way, but he just has like that caricature personality and I agree. Like I never thought that that would be somebody that Natasha would click with, but it definitely seems like there's something there. I mean, I don't think that this is like going to go very far, but I'm happy that Natasha just has somebody that she wants to make out with. Yeah. That she's, yeah, you're in paradise. It's nice that you have somebody you're going to kiss the, the interesting one. And and we still haven't seen it. We have to flash back to last week. I know our listeners uh, are, are very interested in this scene because we were, and we've heard about it from them. The the Marissa kissing somebody scene never shows up this week. And so is that still yet to come? Because we see some issues coming on there. Is it still yet to come? Well, it wasn't in the preview. And I would think it'd be in the preview, but it happened. We saw it on tape. We must know what's going on. And my best guess is if it, if it does happen, it will be during the rest of the daytime cocktail party. It would because it be happens during the day, yeah. It would be a shock. And I know that she had mentioned during this episode and you know that there were some issues going on with her and Riley or she wasn't like necessarily knowing where he was at, but that kind of got fixed, it felt like. Yeah. Um, she also had, you know, straight up said that she was there for Damar, like she went to the yeah. beach for Damar. So there's obviously like this going in interest. It it honestly threw me off because I was I was really thinking that Riley and Marissa had this like really strong, almost uh impenetrable like connection and then we see it kind of fall apart within a few minutes during this episode just for a few minutes but i think she would have said yes to a date i'm assuming but i think she would have said yes to a date with damar if he would have asked i'm a little confused how it went so yeah i initially thought she was gonna say yes and then when he didn't ask marissa i thought that maybe we didn't see a part where she said like i've been really into you i've been waiting for you to come however i'm too far in with riley um and i'm respecting that relationship i'm really excited where it's going and then uh, if we do get the kiss 
th- then I'm going to be like super, super duper confused. Uh, yeah. And I then agree. Riley was all defensive and he was like, I wouldn't have said anything, but I would have been upset. And I just kind of wish that he would have just said, I would have, t- I would have been upset and I would have wished that you didn't go. And then he kind of breaks his barriers and is like, I'm just so scared to open up and this is yeah. why. And, you know. And I get that. And, and that was a good scene to have because it did fill some gaps. But am I wrong, Ashley, to be saying that, like, I was thrown off on the Marissa right? Like, are we are we leaning too far into this? Because a few weeks ago, we would have said this this relationship seems like it's going to last way outside of paradise. How do you go from saying I'm falling in love with you to within 48 hours kissing somebody else? I don't know. I really don't know. And that's something to watch. And so note that everybody for the upcoming episodes is like, what is going to go on here? Because it's, it's going to be uh very shocking um, to me. I have a feeling this, the end of paradise uh, is going to be, is going to be something that we've never seen before. I, I might have some inside knowledge on that too. Oh, is that the Wells tease when he said that there is something that happens that he's never seen before? Or did we already get past that? Oh, I don't think we've gotten past it yet. Oh, really? Oh, fantastic. Yeah, there's still more to come. And so as good as this season's been, it's only going to get better. Uh, With that tease, let's take a break here, Ashley. When we come back, we're going to talk about the couples at the beach, uh, the new group date that's going on, and everything else in paradise. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free 
happiness. Pamper swaddlers and a diaper stash because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. All right, Ashley. So back at the beach, um, we have some cute things going on. We have Joe, who we love. Uh, Dr. Joe playing the ukulele makes a little scene. Noah and Abigail have a little date. We haven't seen enough from them this season. It's been a very quiet. Which can only make me imagine that it's going nowhere. 
<laughs> really? You know? Yeah, because we've seen so little from them and yet they've been together pretty much the entire time with like maybe one day out of it. It makes me feel like they're not going anywhere. I would argue differently because of the Kevin and Astrid situation. We knew, we saw Kevin and Astrid none during that season. Kevin and Astrid broke up at the end of the season. Oh, you're right. I forgot mm-hmm. that piece, but now they're having a baby. Oh, <laughs> wow. Things are wild. Okay. You're not wrong there. Okay. So maybe it isn't going anywhere. Maybe this isn't a relationship we should get attached to. Um, and again, I mentioned that, you know, Beck and Thomas, like we see nothing from them. And, and so really the, the couples that like we see the most from are Kenny and Mari, uh, Marissa and Riley, uh, Joe and Serena. Am, am I wrong in saying those are the relationships that we've really like right now have the most invested into? For sure. For sure. Should we talk about Kenny and Mari's date? Uh, yeah, I think that's the best place to leave because really the new group date where uh, Riley... Nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. I mean, Riley didn't end up being upset because Chelsea went with Damar and Natasha went with Ed. As we mentioned, Natasha and Ed kind of have a connection, but Chelsea wasn't into Damar. It didn't really work out. That was kind of nothing it. from them besides the painting. And then we saw Natasha and Ed kiss in a, in a red lipstick kiss. And I was thinking when she was wearing the red, red lipstick, I was like, is she wearing the red lipstick? Cause she doesn't want to kiss Ed because every girl knows that if you don't want to kiss the guy you're going on a date with, you should wear red lipstick <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because the guys are usually afraid of it. Ed didn't seem to even realize. I, uh, I think he was just, I think he was just so happy. I think he was, so happy to just be sitting next to uh, Natasha that he's like, I'm into whatever. Like, I don't care how I look. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's it. Okay. So Kenny and Mari date. Uh, I actually, Ashley will say this. I usually watching things uh, like this usually don't kind of like make me feel any sort of weird way. Um, awkward conversations make me a little bit like feel a lot more awkward than, you know, these kind of dates. This one like really pushed the boundaries though. Like I, this was a, this is a wild date for ABC for eight o'clock ABC. Yeah, oh my like, that gosh. Was there's been so many there. Well, there's been the whipped cream licking off toes. And then there was Tia and like the naked volleyball. And then there was this. I'm talking about really eating pushing tacos. The boundaries. Like, I mean, the innuendos oh, and like, yeah, it was, it was a lot, um, you know, and then I don't know, I don't know how you feel about this, Ashley, but uh, you know, I'm a little more secretive when it comes to stuff, but like even Kenny saying like, what people don't know about Mari is she's like a freak, like great. That's awesome. Good for Mari. Like do you girl, but like, I don't know if you necessarily want that. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't mind, but like, Want that being said across the eight o'clock ABC hour? Maybe that's just something that you should keep between you, each other. Maybe not. I just feel like it's it was it was it, the whole date was throwing me off. Well, you and I are both a little bit more conservative when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, I get so it. Yeah, I, I think that we're uncomfortable with it, but it all depends on the personality. And I think the two of them are probably actually pretty comfortable with it. So, I mean, not to say that they're not going to be cringing watching it tonight. Because their families are probably watching it. Oh, my yeah. God. That's what I would be thinking about. Oh, yeah. Crazy. And then the second half was like, so sweet. <laughs> and they they said that they were falling in love with each other. And it really seemed like Kenny has, like, never said I love you before. 
He it, said, I only, I don't say that to humans. I say that to dogs. That's, that's sweet. No, you're right. The second half of the date was so sweet. And you know what? It's been fun to watch their relationship because it is so different than anything that like, maybe, I mean, I'm going to speak for you like that you and I are comfortable with. It just shows like it's been, it's always fun on paradise to see these different couples and kind of how they interact and the thing, you know, when they get to know each other, like the kind of dates they set up for each other, uh, how they speak to each other. Kenny and Mari uh, had a really sweet evening session. And it makes me think that there is something very, very strong here. Um, and I hope they're talking there is. engagement. They're talking engagement. They're talking future. And, and they, and they feel like they, like you, you see some depth in it too. Like they're both pulling, especially with Kenny, you're seeing a depth get pulled out of him that like, I think he had, like originally probably wasn't expecting to like go to, you know, he shows up to the beach naked, kind of having fun. Like, I think he thought this would just be a good experience. And now you're seeing him like really open up. And I think that's because of his trust and his relationship with Mari. He says he's never felt this way before. And I really actually believe it, even though he's 40. It's a, uh, it's, it's a relationship to watch. It's one to root for. Another relationship going on, uh, or a triangle going on, I don't know what you want to call it, is with Tia. And this is a situation that I'm super intrigued by. Because it felt like Tia uh, went on this date with Blake, and we, we were like, this was so cute. She was talking about how amazing it was. The vagina dancing? Another yeah, that's... PGR, PG-13R thing for... Yeah. This time slot. I want to know whose like idea was to just keep saying that too, and like how they got over her to, and over, over and over. Like that, you know, it's it's dancing and like we get it, girls get it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's an accurate description, but like saying it over and over, I'm like, hey, get it, I got it. So this isn't like a new shocking like revelation that she's like bringing out. Like all the girls are watching, like, oh yeah, we relate. I thought this was just like some little like fun thing she was saying. I think they did kind of start that expression on her season. Oh, but like, I think it's probably just something that like most girls like we get. Okay. Well, good yeah. for her then. So it's dancing around. She's feeling it. Um, and then this week we really don't get any Blake. And we saw them talk about this, that like they haven't spoken since their date, which is just weird to me. I don't know what happened to cause them to kind of separate, but we see her super into James, which is, almost the opposite of Blake in a lot of ways, like no tattoos, um, slick back hair. Like, can we talk about the slick back hair for a second? It looks good on the beach. No, everybody's talking about the slick back hair and like, yes, his brows are overdone too. But then he posted something on Instagram this week and I really, really urge you guys to go check it out. He goes, this is the reason that I slick my hair back. And uh, he showed us a picture of his natural hair. It's super, it's swoopy. It's got a beautiful color. And I'm all about it. And I think the guy looks 10 years younger and so much hotter. He think he would have been like a superstar. He would have been such a more of a standout if he just had his hair like this. So I'm sorry. But if James, if you're listening to this, you should definitely start rocking the the regular natural hair. He looks good. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. He looks good. He he does. He has the swoop. And for whatever reason, like. He, he doesn't like it because he 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 paced that thing down to his head. I can't be comfortable yeah. on the beach. Like at some point you think you just wake up and not do his hair. Yeah. It's it's the beach. And I mean, it feels like that's the one time to let it all hang out. Like just do it, you know, be all natural on the beach. Well, so we, we do. We see him and Tia connecting. We see this relationship blossoming. and But it doesn't really feel like, I mean, from my opinion, there's a, a lot there 
And yet, but only in an emotional way for Tia, she says, not so much in a physical sense. So what's going on here, Ashley? Explain to me where we're at with Tia and what you think's going to happen. Because I was really thinking this Blake thing was was all was all you know going to really last to the end. Well, if we keep following the pattern of the past, well, maybe like forever seasons of Paradise, there's going to be a rose ceremony, and then the next day after the rose ceremony. Wells is probably going to get everyone together and say, okay, if you're not in a serious enough relationship where you don't see this possibly ending in engagement, you guys should probably leave. So I think she's going to end up giving, I actually think she's going to end up giving James her rose because I think that Blake annoyed her well enough to, for her to like, be like, okay, you're going to go against your type right now. And you're going to go for like the good guy and not the bad guy. And then I think they're going to like basically split up the next day. <laughs> I'm I'm shocked because I, I really think this was a relationship that I'm just confused by. But, but wait, do you think that she was overreacting? No, I'm, I don't think she was overreacting, but I want to know from like your point of view, do you think she was overreacting? Because she liked the gesture, the extra time, like yeah. the, the feeling of being courted by James. Uh, and then she felt that, that Blake didn't give her any special time, wasn't making an effort. Do you feel like he wasn't making an effort and that she, it was warranted for her to get as annoyed as she did with him? And then he kept saying like, I, I care about you so much. You're all I care about. You're all I care about. And he said it so many times and, and in a way that he just felt like defensive that I actually stopped believing. I, I, I didn't believe him anymore. I, I really thought like, oh, he just wants to stick around maybe. I here's what I think. Uh, we I didn't see enough of their relationship to make any type of judgment. I think it's a two way street. You know, if the really the issue is, hey, we haven't talked since our date. Well, why? Like the both that's both of their issues. That's not just one of their issues. That's both of their issues. If the argument yeah. was, hey, I came up to you and you kind of ignored me and I felt uncomfortable around you, well, that's different. But it's both of their issues. There, I do think he was defensive. I. I it just felt like there was like miscommunication. And if you really cared about her that much, um, something happened to where he didn't like pursue her. Yeah. Um, but you know, in on the beach and in today's age, like they both pursue each other and she, it felt like every scene we saw with her, this episode was with James. And so she was obviously pursuing him. Yeah, but not really pursuing. I think she just liked the fact that he was trying to pursue her. And I think what she's trying to tell Blake is that she wants like an old-fashioned type scenario where the guy is really pursuing her. That's fair. And maybe they just weren't seeing that. Um, I don't know if... I I, I didn't see enough to say, oh, this somebody was in the wrong there. It was more confusing to me. Like I said earlier, I just don't understand what happened. Well, Mm -hmm. speaking of confusing, we did touch on, and uh, the next scene in the show was uh, with Marissa and Riley. And it was confusing up to this point because we thought they had something very strong. Uh, It felt like it was falling apart. And this is where we see Riley, as we mentioned earlier, open up. And uh, I felt like as a viewer, their relationship took another step forward. Um, That's why I'm still confused by the sneak peek where we see her kissing somebody else. I don't know where that came from or if it will ever come up. But I do feel like after this scene, I'm thinking they're in a good place again. Like this this is a strong relationship. 1,000%. 1,000%. I only feel good about it. So, and, again, we have to note it that yeah. we saw in a sneak peek that she's kissing somebody else. Where does that happen? And how anxious do I need to be waiting for the next week to see when that happens? 
I'm telling you, if they don't give us this part, we are robbed. We're robbed. We we have to then. That'll be our first question whenever we do interview Riley or Marissa. It's a big deal. Okay. Should we talk about the storm and how stupid that storyline was? It was weird. Yeah. I don't even know if we need to talk about it, right? Like, so, but I think we have to talk about it because it was so weird. Like, they make a big spectacle of it. Our friends, our friends Louie and Peter come in and it's very exciting when you see the producers on TV. They have the whole, they're showing the whole camera crew and everybody together and they make it seem like it's so serious. Like, there's an actual hurricane, like a tornado is just gonna like show up on the beach. And then, they pack up, they get out, and then all of a sudden, the next scene is them walking back in. They didn't say anything about when, what happened that night. Could they at least, could we at least just gotten one little interview clip where somebody said, oh, we went to the hotel for the night. The girls and the guys say separated. Um, we had a nice night of like being able to get a normal shower and sleep in uh, air conditioning. Yeah, it would have been good because it filled the gas. Yeah, it was a very weird transition, but I don't know if you caught, picked up on this, but we do see with Ivan... Um, he is talking about how something mm-hmm. happened scenes from, yeah. over you know their overnight. And so mm-hmm. it would have been nice to make that more of a storyline because I felt like I almost forgot that that storm even happened during this, like until you just brought it up. But now I feel like, you know, in the next episode, it is going to play a part in a relationship. It's the only reason I could think that they kept that in. Okay. Is my best guess is that he ends up talking to Chelsea. Oh, so just need to be there. We at least need to have context that, hey, they left the beach because yeah. it's going to be such a storyline that, that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough. That makes sense. Well... So I guess the last big thing to talk about is Aaron and Chelsea and, and Ivan and that and that whole love triangle that happens during the cocktail party. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Aaron, you know, Aaron has... Uh, I don't know Aaron. Um, <laughs> Aaron, he's always so angry. But he, he's always so mad. Um he's always so mad and he's mad at everybody. And, uh, it's at some point, like we have to like call it out. Right. I mean, he ev- loves confrontation. Yeah. It's happened. How many times during this season already? Four, three, four yeah, times. And, and his bachelorette season. So at some point we have to say, Hey, like this dude just likes to confront people and he feels like it's the right thing to do. Well, he does it with Ivan. Ivan doesn't step down uh, from it. Is it weird that Ivan walks over to the couch and starts kissing with Chelsea? Maybe, maybe not. Especially if there is some storyline here about their time together during the storm, then it makes sense uh, on why they, you know, have this connection. Uh, and maybe Aaron's just catching up with it. But again, to me, and and your teach, you've taught me this actually during the season. It's paradise. This stuff happens. Like you can't get mad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can mm-hmm. get hurt. You can be like, it can feel hard and awkward, but you can't get like visibly angry because you're kind of agreeing to it. Ben, you just put it perfectly. He could be super angry and vent to James, but him being like, yo, you stole my girl, blah, blah, blah. Like she wasn't your girl yesterday when she went on a date with another guy. Like, Mm. come on. I don't know. Aaron just like his attitude and like the bro, blah, blah, everything's like, yo, dude, man. Uh, uh, like, it's just like so old for me. I, I'm just like, even if it maybe looks like Ivan is from out, maybe looking for a rose, I don't think there's much a difference with Aaron. Uh, I don't, I, I'm, I'm team Ivan in this situation. This is totally quote legal. <laughs> yeah. You know? This happens all day long. Well, that's why I'm confused. Like, 
you know, you get angry. He's angry. He's mad. He's like, he's almost entering into a physical altercation because of this. And what you've told me and what you've taught all of us as we listen and follow from you is like, this stuff just happens in paradise. You have to be some level okay with it. It's the weirdness of it all. Especially if the, you know, the two of you haven't had a conversation that says, Hey, this is it. We're not going to date other people. Uh, you know, I could see him being like upset, but they don't, they're not on that level. And so there's Mm -hmm. nothing to be upset about, but it is how this ends. Um, and then we get the sneak peek for next week or for the rest of the season. And in two weeks, we see people get engaged. We see Kalen and Dean show up. Um, Becca, who we haven't seen a lot from yet on paradise is having these internal battles. Riley asked if, um, if Marissa wants this thing to continue, which as a storyline, as we've mentioned, we're following and Kenny is packing his bag. So Ashley, I ask you, does anybody leave here together? Does anybody get engaged actually? Or is this thing just, I mean, for the first time, has it ever happened where nobody's gotten engaged in paradise? No, that's never happened. Could we, could it happen this season? Did that happen? I think it happened during the Corinne season, you know, the the Mm. season that everything shut down for a bit. Because Raven and Adam and then Derek got engaged that season and Taylor got engaged that season. But it wasn't until after the fact. Okay. But they got like an excuse for that because they weren't there the entire time. There was like an, an abbreviated season. I think people are going to get engaged. I feel like Joe and Serena are very steady but i'm still like even though i've been through the process and like i have jaden tanner who you know have been married for it's gonna be six years in january it's already six years yeah i think it's already six years i still think it's so hard to believe to be like i'm going to put a ring on the finger now after this because Mm. it's only three and a half weeks i mean during the bachelor and bachelorette i know you have a longer it's like a longer stretch of time but you actually have less one-on-one time but it's still like mind-boggling that these people are saying i'm falling in love with you right now and then next week they're gonna get engaged it's it is wild it's been crazy to watch i think jaden tanner been uh married for five years now 2016 Two thousand. It was January two thousand sixteen that they got married. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, Ashley, when we come back, we're gonna have Tasha Adams on uh, to just kind of talk about everything good in Bachelor Nation. She's in the middle of it all right now, and to also talk about uh, the iHeart Fest that she just got back from. Uh, sound like an incredible time. Our team um, behind the scenes here uh, went as well. Uh, this is the first year that Ashley, you or I have missed in what, four years, five years. And it was weird to not be there, but we've missed it. Can't wait to get back. Yes, we did. All right. Well, let's get all the dirty deets from her right after this. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. 
Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Oh. 
I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Hi, guys. Tasha, I want to get this started with one thing and one thing only. Yeah. Um, Easton, one of our producers, said, hey, he wasn't exactly with you at the iHeart Festival, but he was out in the pit area. You were there and you came up and said hi to him, which made him look really cool. <laughs> and it made him feel very special. And so it makes us feel very special. Right there he is. Yeah, that's him. Hi, Beautiful Easton. man he is. <laughs> he is He's gorgeous. You look yeah. great at the iHeart Festival. I know I saw you because I hadn't really seen many people. I saw Danielle, but um, it was different not having you guys all with me this year. So it was fun, no, though. We, miss, we missed it. I know. Tasha. how was the weekend? How was Vegas? Anything to report besides the Easton run-in? Yeah, it, honestly... I honestly think that iHeart has the best music festivals. I feel mm. like the performances are always great. The energy is amazing. Um, and you know, you know what this was? It was the first public appearance Zach and I made together, which is so oh, weird oh. to um, realize just because of COVID, like we hadn't gone oh to gosh. anything together. So like MTV, he actually had like a release thing that weekend. So he wasn't able to go with me, but like when I did AMAs, we were still like in hiding and then, Everything else, we've kind of had like a limited capacity issue because of COVID. Yeah. So this is our first time we've like flown somewhere for an event and got to like hang out and enjoy it, which is so bizarre. Did it feel sparkly? Yes, it was actually, it was a lot of fun. We danced the night away, especially on Friday night. And I was, it was so funny. I was like bopping there and I was like, I don't think I've ever had so much fun at a concert before, but I think it's just because we haven't had any music, musical festivals or like a concert in two years. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause too, like that was Jessica and I's first like event together. Um, really? And we had a great time. Like I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. Like sometimes these things aren't that tight. Like I don't love them. Like it feels right. You know, but the iHeart like fest was, was a blast for us to be at. Um, and one of the cool parts too, is because like when we went, what was that? Geez, two years ago now, yeah. Jessica still didn't really, this is her first interview that she's ever done on like camera was at that festival and she yeah. was so nervous and so confused <laughs> and she also didn't understand like my world at all like she hadn't watched the season she didn't wasn't a big fan of the show she was, she was so oblivious to it all and we were back in the green room and then you have all those like huge names that go back there and like grab yes. a snack or a drink before they perform or yes. before they present so I got to ask you 
Was there anybody this year that you saw that you kind of like got starstruck by? Because it happens to me every time I'm at iHeartFest. Without a doubt. I mean, honestly, Billie Eilish just like made me kind of like stop in my tracks. Yeah. Um, I just think she's so beyond talented. And the fact that she is 19 years old and you would have never guessed that mind is mind blowing to me. Um, and also Khalid. So I presented to Khalid. He is someone that I have kind of followed since the very beginning. I remember when his first single came out, I don't even know how I found him, but I have kind of just followed his success. And that was like really, um, surreal to be presenting to him. But, um, who else kind of just like shocked me? I'm trying to think. You present, who'd you present with? I presented with big boy. Yeah. Um, and young blood and Big Boy is a crazy person to have by my side because growing up, like my dad listened to Big Boy um, on the radio every single Mm -hmm. morning taking me to school. Mm -hmm. So I've grown up with his voice, like, you know, in the car and like my dad talking about him. So the fact that he was right there next to me um, was really cool. But Youngblood is actually a person that I just kind of discovered. I had no idea who he was, but the impact that he's made on his community um, has been incredible. So he's definitely someone I kind of want to start following a little bit more. I'm super intrigued by young blood. I've, I've known of young blood, followed young blood story for a while. Yeah. And like, he's one of those people that like just captivates me. Like I could mm-hmm. go on and on and read more and more stories about him just because like, he's so different than me. So different. So explain like, if you can help me out, like what was your interaction with young blood? Like, truthfully it, it was pretty minimal again there's still a lot of COVID okay. stuff but um yeah. he just walked up to me and was like hello love <laughs> I'm just like hi <laughs> and so he's like you look dashing today how are you doing I was just like oh my god I don't know what you're saying really but I just <laughs> you know I, anybody with an accent they just like are 10 times more intriguing you know what I mean but yeah. um he had just come off set I guess he like had had a concert maybe like three hours prior um, in Atlanta. And it was just, I don't know. He's just very busy, but he just seemed um, very sweet, very kind, but it was more so the people that were surrounding him that kind of had told me a little bit more about him and um, just, I'm just fascinated by him. So, yeah. and big boy also talked so highly of him and he's just like, it's so great the work that you're doing. And it's just, I don't know. He just, he kind of swept me off my feet. I need to, submerge myself but you also have to realize like i've also been kind of in this weird bubble for like the last year truthfully like where you go away for a couple months at a time where you don't really listen to music so i haven't really been introduced to a lot of like the mainstream let's talk about that i I know we want to chat about this bubble (laughs) (laughs) that bubble i Uh, have to just like cut to the chase yeah because we know the rumors that clayton etchard eckard um, is going to be the next Bachelor. You know, yeah. there are pictures of him filming in his hometown. Mm-hmm. And we know that he's part of this Michelle of Michelle's cast. Gotta know if he stood out to you immediately the way that he supposedly stood out to the producers. Um, I do remember Clayton's entrance. And I do remember, like, there was something about him. Um, he had a great presence. And so... I mean, because Caitlin and I, we kind of hide in the bushes. Um, We obviously don't go very far away from our bachelorette. So we watch everybody. And we obviously try to make those, like, first impression, like, reactions and try to, like, figure out who who is, like, on our top five and whatnot. But he was definitely someone that I do remember from night one. And then um, as the season kind of gone on, he was, I don't know, he's really cool. I don't, 
I don't hang out too much with the guys. It's kind of like me and Michelle and Caitlin. Yeah. So, so let's talk about Michelle for a second. Also, I want yeah. to hear from you. Like, um, this is your your second time hosting a mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Did it feel different? Did night one feel different than to you than it did with Katie? Like, were you more nervous, less nervous? Was it as exciting? Like, walk us through what you were feeling. I'm super intrigued as the host for the second <laughs> go around. Well, this season was a little different because now I kind of do have that title as host before we were kind of mentors. And so I don't really think any of us knew what that really meant. And so I remember Caitlin and I were standing on that platform on Katie's season being like, so like, what do we do? Like, (laughs) we have no idea what was going on and the producers had no idea either. And so we kind of just made it our own this year. It was kind of more of like, um, well, we're back at it. Let's introduce the guys. Let's introduce our girl. And we kind of had a little bit more, rhythm if you will um but also we kind of just let michelle just do her thing um she kind of came to us when she wanted to as opposed to like us checking in every like you know 15 minutes um but i have to say she is such an amazing like level-headed well-rounded individual that she didn't need too much help Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that is like, I mean, and and then Ashley, I'll I'll stop talking because I know you have a lot of questions too, but like, why, like, what do you think that is? And and are you starting to see now two seasons in like Mm -hmm. the difference in leads and the difference in kind of the, the vibe of the show based on the lead where like Katie, it felt like you guys were around a lot. Yeah, There was like, I don't want to say any closer or less close. We haven't seen Michelle's season with you, but like you're around a lot. So what do you think it was that made you? this season kind of say, Hey, she doesn't need us as much. You know, I think that, um, well, there's a couple of factors. Number one, COVID. (laughs) Um, so that was kind of different that we were like in just a bubble. We couldn't really have any like outside talent come in this year. We might have a little, or this season we might have a little bit more of that, which kind of like, you know, made us kind of take a backseat and let us let her have Mm -hmm. fun on her dates. But truthfully, I also think it's just like how comfortable the lead is and, and, and how much help that they want or, um, if they are struggling, if there's drama with the guys, that also plays a huge part. Um, and sometimes people just want to talk things through. I mean, I know for me, when I was bachelorette, I really valued that girl time when I did get it. And I think Katie did too. But I think um, with Michelle, she was just, she kind of just knew what she wanted. Like she, Mm. she's also a teacher. You know what I mean? So she's pretty, again, level headed and she um, is pretty realistic. She doesn't really kind of like, she takes you for face value. She doesn't really read too into it. She also kind of weeds out who's kind of a drama starter and and, and not because she's good at doing that. Um, I don't know. She was kind of just really independent. We saw Katie just eliminate guys the second that they seemed like drama starters. Mm -hmm. Does that happen again this season or or do we get more like uh, the, the guys that like kind of like last week after week and we're not sure why? I think that this group of guys are a little bit more, um, they're a little bit older, but also at the same time, there's drama starting day one, but Michelle does not play. Like, okay, (laughs) they'll see the door pretty quickly. So, um, and I just think that the guys really respected her too. And so like when she did kind of confront the first situation or two, like they kind of knew like, oh shoot, she means business and she's not playing around. So... Um, it's, let's just say 
night one, it's going to get very interesting. <laughs> the guys think that they have a little wiggle room and they don't. <laughs> oh, I love it. I can't wait to see like a teacher as a lead. I'm sure there's been a teacher mm-hmm. as a lead before. I, I can't remember, no. but like, has there? I don't, I don't know. Think so. But I just feel like a teacher, like they're, they're patient. They do. They read through the BS. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't like chaos doesn't really bother them. Like Mm-mm. it doesn't like fluster them. And then like, especially as the lead and knowing your role, I ha- I just have this feeling that Michelle will put like these dudes in their place. And yes. like, I think it's awesome. I think it's, I think it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> uh, now, Tasha, this uh, Michelle season uh, has a 200th episode of The Bachelorette. Yeah. Okay. So it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, your, your Bachelor franchise story is a little different than some. You were... You were on a season, um, you know, Paradise took some time off, mm-hmm. uh, came back uh, as a bachelorette. Now you've been the, the, now you're the host, you were a mentor, which I don't even know what the difference is. I don't know <laughs> if anybody does, um, but I mean, what has this meant to you? Like over the last, I don't know how many years of your life now, four years of your life mm-hmm. or three years of your life. Like what has this franchise meant to you? What has the bachelorette meant to you? Truthfully, I feel like, um, the franchise as a whole has really made me grow up and really um, become the woman that I am today. I feel like I've found a lot of my confidence. I feel like um, I have found a sense of what I find is important in my life and like how I want to impact the world. I always knew that I wanted to, but um, I feel like it's my life before The Bachelor. I was kind of like floating around and I didn't really I was like going to go back to school to be a PA because I had just gotten out of a serious relationship. So it was kind of like I didn't really know what to call my own. I didn't really have anything that was me. And now I think this really pushes you to be you and authentically you. And if you're somebody else, you can see it. Well, either on the screen or people are going to tell you you're being fake. You know what I mean? So it's really just made me kind of grow into the woman that I am. And um, but also being a host now, I hope to have an impact on the diversity of the cast, but also the longevity of these relationships. If I can, you know, kind of breathe in some advice to any of these um, newer couples or any of the guys looking for love and the girls looking for love, I feel like it's just, there's a lot of advice that can be given, especially after you leave. Okay. So perfect transition into the advice that you would give your old friend, Brendan, for what he went through with paradise. And if you were shocked by this behavior, because it just seemed like such a 180 from the Brendan that we saw on your season. Oh, God, we're going to get into this. Okay, so (laughs) um, was I shocked? I mean, I think everyone was shocked. I don't think anybody could have ever predicted that somebody was going to act that way in paradise. I'm not going to really even give any more adjectives to that, but, um, I did have a kind of like a gut feeling in the middle of my season. I've never really kind of like said this, but, um, there is something that was a little off and there was something that I kind of felt like he was kind of pulling away once he got kind of serious. Um, there were some dates where he was just like, I would say like, are you excited to like meet my family? And there was a lie detector date where it said like, are you excited to introduce Tasha to your family? Mm. He said something and the lie detector said that was actually false. And so it's like, there was like little red flags that I started to see and it just, something felt off. And, um, 
I, I, I will say that I felt like I was being told one thing and then the feelings were different. Um, so that's my experience with him. Was I shocked to see his actions? Absolutely. 100%. I would have never thought that that would have happened or he was been that person. But I have to say, I feel like, um, I'm glad everything worked out the way that it did for myself. And, (laughs) (laughs) um, I wasn't on, you know, the receiving end of anything like that, but I don't know. It's messy out there in paradise, you know? It is. And and maybe every season they need to have a lie detector day. I forgot about that. That was a good point because <laughs> it really brought up some like tr- stuff that now we're seeing to be true. Like then you watch you're like, ah, whatever. Like we don't really know what this stuff means. Now you're seeing the behavior of some of those people and you're like, oh, yeah, no, like that, that makes was spot sense. On. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That worked. That's you like think stuff. that they're like these silly dates and whatnot. But I remember <laughs> like that night I felt like something was just a little off. And I, I don't know if it aired in my interview at that time, mm-hmm. but like. I definitely said it. I said there was something kind of off today. I feel like we've hit a kind of a climax and it's there's something preventing us from moving forward. And I don't know exactly what that was. It must have hurt you because you're tight with Natasha, who's your Mm co-host there. Um, And I mean, she has just risen above all the grossness, which we love for her. But I also want to talk about your other co-host on your podcast, which is Joe Mm -hmm. and what he's gone through now with Kendall and and how you feel about like that kind of love triangle ish. Like, do you you think Kendall should have showed up? Uh, Do you feel like Serena is a better fit for him? You know, I have to say this. Um, if I were Kendall, I would have, I would have always regretted not trying, Mm. you know, at the end of the day. Um, but I also think that Joe navigated it very well. I think that he was very kind and very sweet, even when Kendall would break down to him. Um, he was very comforting to her, but he was also very honest. And I think that Joe gave himself a chance. I think that Joe even said, like, if Kendall would have approached him, like, before Paradise. That's what I was saying earlier been in, in the podcast was, like, the fatal, like, uh, I know. Just, like, I, know. I just watch in frustration knowing it could have been different for her. But see, that's the thing, though. Uh, that's why you have to be honest with yourself and, like, not play games with things. If you want to be with someone, go freaking tell them. I don't understand why people wait. You gotta yeah. tell them. Work it out. Like, and she, and it was so sad. She said it in the car, like, Joe's my person. I know. But Joe is also really happy with Serena. So, like, I was, I can't fault him for following his heart. What's meant to be will be in this situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, like, if he and Serena are meant to, you know, live the rest of their lives together, it was, this was meant to be. Exactly. And if, and if they don't, then maybe Joe will think about Kendall down the road. Oh boy, I have no idea, but <laughs> can we watch it? Will it be on TV? I want to watch it. Uh, hey, Tasha, we know you're busy. We appreciate you. We're going to let you go you. here. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for talking everything. Paradise, the upcoming season, your life at iHeartFest. Yeah. Um, wish you the best. Keep shining Thank bright, you. and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Of course. Thank you. Uh, it's time for Bachelor Headlines. It's a big deal for us. Ashley, I want to start this out by asking you a question that I don't know that I texted you last night about. You didn't answer me. So I'm going to ask you on the podcast straight up. I did answer you. Oh, you did answer me. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, I'm still going to ask you because I want to talk it through with you. We have no clue who the next host of The Bachelor is, right? Is Tasha and Caitlin the host of this of this upcoming Bachelor season? Um, no. 
is Jesse Palmer like we just recently had? Like I've heard uh, that rumor. There's some rumors there about the Jesse Palmer, and actually, I'd be pretty down with that choice. So we'll see. They've used him for a few shows now at this point, though. Like they love Jesse Palmer. ABC, and like, you mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Think about it. Didn't it, like this NZK used him for that one weird dating show that came out a few years ago. Oh, that's right. And now he has the ultimate surfer. I just feel like it's kind of a buildup. Yeah, it would. I mean, it, it feels like a buildup. I, I wouldn't be shocked. Obviously, he was an incredible guest a few weeks ago to us. Um, super nice guy. Not going to be shocked. Just a little surprised. Like it, 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 he wasn't the, he wasn't even in my top five people that I thought would get the gig. Um, he was in, I've been thinking about him. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I'm thinking about him, but I definitely thought they were going to go with more of a splashy celebrity and less of a bachelor alum slash host that like, uh, you know, a host, like a traditional host. Um, so we don't know yet. Nothing confirmed, just the rumors, something to look into. I'm just surprised because they've obviously kind of started filming, uh, this upcoming season and uh, well, you would think the host would have been leaked or announced at this point. I don't know why it wouldn't. It's just super weird that it's not. Well, anyways, okay, let's dive into it. The Bachelor producers chose Clayton, if you haven't heard this, uh, Etchard as the 26th lead. He stood out right off the bat. This is according to Us Weekly. Uh, so he's the next Bachelor. He's on Michelle's season. Ashley, what made him stand out? Like it, it feels like a very quick choice. And obviously I'm looking at a picture of him with his shirt off right now. I think some things stand out um, from that picture. <laughs> you mean his muscles? His muscles are massive. But like everybody on this show's muscles are massive. So what do they say stood out? Okay, so he's 28. He's from Missouri. Producers say that he was the best fit for the role. They wanted to switch things up and go with someone new and someone who hasn't been in the spotlight yet. Okay, that's kind of interesting. But we still don't really have a lot of information as to why him. Why not somebody else from that season? Why not from... So so we'll see. Uh, I wish I could tell you more. I really do. Um, We know that he played Division I football and that he played tight end. Uh, He attended Mizzou and oh, he was signed to the Seattle Seahawks as a free agent for a little while. He's a big family guy. He's a big fan of the outdoors and obviously exercising, obviously exercising. Well, he is the next bachelor as soon you know, as far as we know, that hasn't been officially announced. Uh, uh, but you know, it's pretty highly like speculated considering that he's been seen filming the show themselves haven't came out and said anything against it, but here's an interesting headline. I've been able to build a friendship with Michael a great guy, uh, since his time on the show, he's been great to me. Um, just gotten to talk a lot about just life and not a lot about the show. Um, but this headline reads this, and and I, I kind of knew this, um, about it. Bachelor alum, Michael a says he doesn't know why he wasn't picked to be the 26th bachelor. It's according to us weekly. This is a shocking headline to me, Ashley, because I felt like he was a very clear, clear choice. Wait, I'm very much confused now. Maybe I haven't read or listened to enough of his interviews to fully comprehend. However, I thought that it was offered to him and that he declined. Uh, Am I completely wrong? As far as I understand, that's not the full way it went. it, It was offered. It was talked about. Um, He had a lot of things with his son that he wanted to work through. And then... Mm -hmm. 
uh, then he kind of, I think, was like, hey, uh, let's talk through this. And then it was too late. Like, that's how I understand They left it, him hanging. Kind of okay. like... Well, that, now, I don't know that to be... Like, I'm not quoting him. This isn't coming from Michael. I don't know the story now. But I, I mean, if he's saying publicly that he's surprised, I know enough about this um, whole thing behind the scenes to go, yeah, something happened where, like, he's shocked because it was never, like it never felt like it was going to work out or something. I don't know. It's weird though, that they wouldn't go head, like bend over backwards to make him the bachelor if he was wanting it. I know. Feels like okay. a very well, obvious Well, these choice. are the quotes we have from him. He was asked this week, uh, why he isn't the bachelor. And he just said, Hmm, I don't know. He said, I'm sure the next one is going to be a really good one. And then he's also said there have been, this is a couple weeks ago. He said there have been discussions. No decision has been made. Uh, apparently now the decision has been made. He says he had reservations being a contestant. Those reservations are heightened even more when you're the lead. Obviously, there's like a lot of shiny things that come to come with being the lead. But sometimes not everything that shimmers is gold. Uh, my son, my lifestyle. What do I, what do I want after this? Uh, maybe, am I ready to introduce my son to random people that he doesn't know? Maybe I don't know. Uh, he did say that if he was the bachelor, one hundred percent, his son James would be there. They've made accommodations for people in the past. Um, he's referring to Jason Mesnick and Emily Maynard. He said, I'm 37. I'm not looking to date around and do all that. Casting is totally different. Location is different. Um, that is when they accommodate the child usually. So, I mean, that's in my personal opinion, it sucks. I wanted to see Michael A as the bachelor. I wanted to see them accommodate the son and have a single dad. Uh, there's never been a widow before, uh, a, a widower before. And uh, I just, I, I thought that he kind of had all the makings of a good bachelor and uh, whatever. Maybe we will all fall in love with this guy, Clayton. I'm sure we will. He has big shoes to fill. If you're replacing Michael A, I was a big Michael A fan. Well, Hey, uh, former bachelor Juan Pablo reunites with ex Nikki Farrell after seven years. Wild, wild, wild. Ashley, why they reunite? What's going on? We don't really know why they reunited, but they reunited at the plaza in Kansas City where Nikki is a pediatric nurse and they were all smiley uh, and and um, Juan Pablo captioned the picture. Great seven years of catching up with Nikki Farrell. So and they, they got ice cream and they just seemed like very I mean, how bizarre, how bizarre. <laughs> But I guess maybe they never left off on as bad of terms as we would have thought. Uh, we never really did see like how their relationship ended. We just saw how he was on The Bachelor. And I guess we would have assumed <laughs> that he broke up with her or they broke up and it was dirty because like all of his breakups on the show seemed kind of dirty. Yeah. Well, next headline, Bachelorette's Bennett Jordan. We're getting answers to why he wasn't in paradise because he introduced his girlfriend, Emily Chin, after skipping... Bachelor in Paradise is according to Us Weekly. Yeah, he posted on Instagram. He said, meet Emily. I'm pretty sure she's a real life angel. He said, aside from being the most graceful yogi I've ever seen in my 15 years of practice, she has the best heart and spirit of anyone I've met. 
You're going to see a lot more of us, but if you want to feel more inspired, more enlightened, grow stronger, live a little lighter, and feel more connected and grounded in your life, I encourage you to follow her. I'm pretty much the luckiest girl. I'm pretty much the luckiest guy in the world. Uh, I, I don't know if they were together while Paradise was filming. I guess like part of you kind of like assumes that they would be because he wasn't part of the Paradise cast, and I would have assumed that he was a shoo-in for it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and assume there was some sort of talking to for a while. What do well, you think? Uh, I wouldn't be shocked and good for him, right? I mean, good for him that he found somebody that he said, Hey, I'm not going to go on a show. I don't need mm-hmm. followers. Uh, I need a girlfriend. Yeah. I need a partner. Yeah. I- I'm happy for him. Well, um, so we're celebrating that. And final headline comes, uh, from somebody we just had on the podcast today. The headline reads this, Tasha Adams admits to tough times with fiance Zach Clark. We want to make it work. So basically she says, whenever we're asked about the wedding, we are no closer to getting a wedding plan than we were a year ago. We just can't wait to actually just be together and continue to grow our relationship. Wedding plans someday on the horizon, but right now we're enjoying New York and uh, we have the marathon to look forward to. We have a lot on our plate right now. She said that there's a true special connection there that they knew that they had instantly. And she says that's what's really helped them carry the relationship through tough circumstances like her being gone for months at a time to film and them living on different coasts at certain times. She said, truthfully, if we didn't have that, I don't know that we would have been able to last. But she also says it's been pretty tough, the distance, but also at the same time, they love each other so much and they want to make it work. And that's really all you need at the end of the day. We hope to make it work. Cheering for those two. Well, hey, that's uh, what we got for the Almost Famous podcast today. Great episode. Uh, again, we had Tasha Adams on. We broke down this week's episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Broke down some headlines. It's been awesome. It's been great spending time with you, Ashley. But hey, I've been Ben. And I've been Ashley. Later, y'all. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash springfling for details. 
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I've discovered the secret to turning diaper duty into pure parenting joy. Okay, well, that might be a stretch, but Pampers Swaddlers is truly the answer. They feature a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, including even blowouts. And for 2024's hottest baby shower slash sprinkle gift, it's the Pampers Diaper Stash. I am so for diapers for a baby shower or registry. This Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund where family and friends can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. Just create an account, share it, and then watch it grow, and then gift it. So easy. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness with Pampers Swaddlers and the Pampers Diaper Stash. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required.